Check, check. Mic check. Network production. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody. The Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Presented by Get Pro Taper and Maxis Tires is coming at you. It's uh, Thursday, February 28th, 11.01 a.m. Pacific, Atlanta Supercross this weekend. Detroit last weekend was phenomenal. I have Triple Crown Fever. I'm curious, though, if you didn't like Triple Crowns, have you changed your mind since they started? Have you thought about it differently? Have you come around? Or am I and Wygant and JT and and other people, are we all uh, drunk? that we love Triple Crown so much. Um, please let us know. 702-586-7857. Atlanta 250 Supercross Shootout slash Showdown, whatever you want to call it, coming up this weekend. That'll be interesting. It's a stack field. And we were doing some math on the Publix Fantasy Podcast yesterday, and there are going to be some big, heavy hitters that uh, missed the main event, which is crazy to think of, but just wait and see. Some really name brand guys will miss the uh, the main event this week in Atlanta, and that's uh, that's cool. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We are giving away some Fly Racing bags today, some Max's mountain bike tires as well. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Justin Bogle, Ben LeMay, uh, tons of guys wearing Fly Racing out there. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. The Formula Helmet. It is the brand newest invention, innovation by the guys at Fly Racing. A helmet that tries. It's best to do low-speed stuff, to do high-speed stuff. It's got two types of technology in it. It's lightweight. It's quiet. It fits great. And, uh, yeah, it's absolutely great to see all these helmet companies stepping up and uh, and doing some good work. So please check it out, flyracing.com, Formula Helmet out now. Uh, get, get. Uh, Justin Barsha, Aaron Plessinger uh, running get out there. By the way, too, the uh, – Justin Barsha going to miss this weekend. I guess he crashed, hit his head. So uh, Barsha will be out this weekend in Atlanta. That sucks for him. Uh, he had had a good couple of races in um, in Detroit. So Barsha will be out this weekend. But they use Get and uh, that little orange box on the front of the uh, fender. Destroy the start with Get. Get, Get. MXGP guys kicking off this weekend. Uh, a lot of teams run Get from the data loggers to the ECUs. Uh, two stroke and four strokes. They'll got you covered. ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Official bars and sprockets of Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki. So they got a podium with Chad Reed this weekend. Uh, 7-8 bar, crossbarless bar that was first invented by these guys back in the early 90s. To the Fusion bar now that lets you choose whether you want a crossbar or not. ProTaper.com. Uh, exciting things happening for those guys. The micro line is uh, fantastic. And uh, if you have a little one and he has little hands and he has little... Uh, Little hands, I guess. That, that's it. Uh, check out the micro line uh, on uh, protaper.com. 
Also, too, Maxis Tires, MXST, the cat, AJ Cantanzaro, running Maxis right now, making main events with Maxis Tires. This is their answer to uh, the other competitors' high-end tires. So developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath, Maxxis.com, from your light truck to your trailer to your SUV to mountain bikes, Maxis has you covered. So thanks to those guys, 702-586-7857. We still have some lines open. Uh, we're going to give some stuff away. We're going to have uh, Paul Parabinos from ProTaper. We are going to have Michael Antonovich on. Uh, to, to this show to talk uh, Atlanta this weekend. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm taking a weekend off, damn it. I'm allowed a weekend off. I usually take one Supercross off and one National off during the year, and it's about the halfway point in the season. So, yeah, we'll take it off. We'll send uh, we'll send Anton and, uh, you know, see how he does. Taking your calls, holding the show down over there in the corner. Jeez, you just hit the mic there. I'm sorry. The Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hi, Steve. What about my Intense, bro? Intense Taser. I'm Team Intense. I was... Uh, I haven't seen it in person yet. I'm going to go take a peek afterward, but I was... Uh... You are a specialized athlete, so you're probably upset at the fact that I switched teams, but... You know what? I'll take the high road on this, and I'll not disown you. You know, like right. some other people do when you switch teams. Yeah. But uh, it, it actually looks like a nice bike. I was looking at the specs. It looks pretty cool. It's all carbon. Ha- had all I not, carbon frame. Had I literally not just bought a bike like yeah. three months ago, uh-huh. I may have used the Pulpum X10 code. But uh, I'm not well, quite if, rich enough to have two if bikes. You, if you do that, yes. If you use the code, will you go on a bike ride with me? Yes. yes. Kiefer, Kiefer and I will go mountain biking with anybody who uses. Uh, the discount code uh, at Intense Cycles, Pulpamex 10, and we will go mountain biking with you, jerkies, and either in, in Vegas or at the high des or whatever. That's, uh, I think, not something right. I, really yeah, I, I think it's not gonna, something I want to do. You're going to go on a ride and you're never going to come back because someone I mean, will, will kill you. That is a chance I have to take. Um, but uh, what about Dunge on the show Monday? It's very cool. I uh, Why didn't you call in? Liz- it would have been weird. You know, I was like, hey, you remember me? And then he'll be like, oh, no, right, I don't right. remember, but it's yeah, cool. And then right. it, it's, it's better he just stays at a distance well, and that whole thing. Yeah, we're intense athletes now. Him but and I. when you go on the bike ride, I will be there whether you invite yeah, me or not. That, I'm going to figure that out. That kind of backfired because I was told that they told him about it. And then like, he, he didn't seem he like he didn't was... seem like he knew anything about it. Um, yeah. So maybe he forgot or whatever. But the plan was, yes, him and John Eric Burleson from Intense uh-huh. Uh-huh. were going to come up and we were going to go riding and then they were going to drop by the show and then, you know, and right. all that yeah, yeah, at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, it didn't happen, schedules and all of that, but I was told that we'll still try to make it happen. No promises. Right, right. But he acted like... First yeah. of all, A, he didn't know anything the hell, what the hell I was talking about, and B, he had no interest in doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway. Can uh, you blame him, though? No. No. Um, Triple Crowns. Where are you at with Triple Crowns? You asked me about this last week. I like him. Yeah, I but think, we I just had good. a great one. Yeah. Um, very good. I, I like him. I was bummed out that Forkner did as well as he did. It took a lot of the excitement out of it, but, you know, kudos to him. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Uh, I think more than anything um, – I'm really excited for this weekend's uh, the East West Shootout. Yeah, it should be good. A- AC and Forkner. It's uh, going to get exciting. Absolutely. Spicy. Let's get uh, let's get Parabinos on the line. Antonovich is coming up here. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan, what's up? Uh, what's going on? Well, for starters, I couldn't help but laugh. The the uh, discomfort that Dungey felt is probably very similar to the discomfort you feel when strangers ask to go bike riding with you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, there's there was, a major it was, parallel there. It was the same deal. I think. <laughs> I agree. You got some of your own medicine. Right. Um, I just wanted to comment that podcast you just did with Scott Sheik. Uh, I found it really disturbing, man. I've had a couple uh, concussions and a traumatic brain injury, and 
you know, bless his heart for pushing forward, but that guy is not uh, hes not quite acting as young as he should for his age. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely struggling. Um, you know, I said... He asked, his, he asked his woman who was standing there something like, what, what do I do for money? I mean, like, I was just like, holy shit, man, well, like, this is I, bad. I know he's been struggling with that. Uh, I've heard from mutual friends, and before I did the podcast, I, I said, is he sure he wants to do it? You know, um, I know it's not been great for him. And so I didn't, like ambush him type deal i i, I knew yeah. he, he wouldn't sound great um he but he wants to help people he wants to sp- spread the word you know he, he was very open and honest about it and so uh i like that part of the podcast but i agree Absolutely. It's, it's it it was a little it was a little disturbing to hear him say that but you know what hopefully he doesn't ride and stays off a bike and gets better and uh and he pulls it together i mean he you know he was a very uh open book in the podcast yeah, and I appreciated that. The one thing that did give me some hope, and I'm not familiar with it, but it sounds like there is cutting-edge medicine out there for traumatic brain injuries and such, and it, it sounds like he has uh, that as a resource, so that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Even when he was in jail. Yeah, was, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it sounded like he had, he had a great doctor in jail, and uh, and it really helped him out. So, yeah, check it out, everybody. It's out now, the uh, Fly Racing Racer X uh, podcast with Scott Sheik. Thanks for calling, bud. Thanks for making your time. Thank bye. you, man. Bye. Uh, Tits, what are we giving away today? Uh, fly racing bags we've got a fly racing backpack uh-huh. which i don't have oh okay but so Schmitch, i do have mitch legendary is gonna win it uh yeah right uh but they're also giving away the tour roller gear bag which is uh okay i do have and okay. i like so we're gonna give away two bags and a set of max's mountain bike tires that is correct yes all right. Not all to one person, though, uh, unless if, you're feeling saucy. If so. you have an intense bicycle, 702-586-7857, call in. Tell us what intense you have. You win the mountain bike hires. Just to celebrate intense. All Do right. they need to send a photo? Because anyone can uh, say which I, one they I, have. I don't know, bro. Let's just, let's just take people at their word. I mean, what could go wrong? Uh, Paul Parabinos, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, Steve? How goes it? Good. How's things at ProTaper? ProTaper.com? Yeah, good. Um a lot of stuff happening, as always, um, but we're doing really, really good. So um, I want to thank all the Pope listeners that are Pope, that are ProTaper customers. You guys are awesome. If you're not on board with ProTaper, I ask people to just buy a set of – to get your feet wet, buy a set of ProTaper tie-downs. That'll be your yeah, int- introduction. That'll be introduction into ProTaper. See these tie-downs. Feel how they work. Look at they work, and you'll be all in, on ProTaper. Yeah, absolutely. I had nothing to do with that product, but um, – I had nothing to do with that product, but, uh, yeah, they're a awesome product. So, yeah, that's a great one to get started on. Okay, fantastic. Um, so, yeah, let's start with the with the shootout, man. We were doing a Pulp Mix Fantasy uh, podcast yesterday, and you broke down the guys that, you know, basically are guaranteed in the main event. And, what, there was 18 of them? I mean, yeah, I was messing with it again this morning, and to put it almost in better terms is if you just talk about the guys that are on factory teams. So like the, the main five factory teams, uh, JGR has four guys. PC has four guys. Star has four guys. Husky has two. TLD has three and Dyko has three. That's 20 guys right there. Um, I would say that all of them are, are pretty, they all should be in the main event. I would say maybe in the low question. Yeah. Mosman is a question. Maybe Cantrell is a question, but but um, the rest of those guys I think are in the main event, yeah. so that doesn't leave so, a lot of room for other people, man. Think about Hartraft. Think about Wharton. Think about Cunningham. Yeah. Just these guys that are top ten dudes that we we can't find a yeah. spot for. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be. Um, I'm very very excited to watch the race. I'll be there in person this weekend, so 
um, I think it's going to be a, a battle, especially that LCQ. Where are we at on the winner? I mean, the two PC guys are absolutely killing it, but um, I mean, you know, I'm sure the speech will be, hey, morons, don't take each other out. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been in the PC truck when it, when this type of thing has happened before. I mean, if you remember in 2011, Pro Circuit won every single moto that, that summer except for one at Southwick, and um, we had three guys that ha- were all title in the title fight. So um, uh, Mitch has been through it before, so uh, I don't think there'll be a, a sit-down or a talk beforehand, but he will nip it in the bud if anything happens. Um anything happens but the problem with supercross is they ain't going to see each other till the main event so hopefully they will both everyone will be mature and try to keep their egos in check and get through the weekend uh with the you know the the long game in mind um but it's going to be interesting man i i I have to lean towards forkner at this point and and i know that sucks because it's i don't want to look like i have a short memory but my thinking behind that is is i think he's going to win his heat race um i think cincerillo will have a tougher time in his heat race because i think there's um there's more elite guys on the west like the top four on the west are really gnarly compared to the top four on the east i don't think i don't know that's hard to say but um i think Forkner will win his heat race so he'll have a good gate pick for the main event so that puts him at a better opportunity to have a good start in the main event so i'll, I'll lean that way but who the hell knows, yeah you know? i'm with you uh so last year i looked at the in, uh, not Vegas because the West Coast guys had been riding. Uh, so really last year, you look at Indianapolis and the West guys have been off for a few weeks and East is East was going and so they met at Indy for the East-West shootout. Martin won, Reslin third, Forkner six, uh, Osborne seven. So the East took four out of the seven, including the win and the, and the, and the third place. So there was kind of equal and the guys came in with you know, uh, a little bit of a gap like they're having this year. So, again, I, all this doesn't really help out figuring out how it's going to go, but that's how it went last year at Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to say for racing each week and, and being in a routine. The West Coast guys have been messing around with outdoor testing. Um, if a lot of them have been based in California, our weather has been pretty rainy. Um, not You know, not what we're used to, so Supercross tracks haven't been – open as much but i'm sure they've they're all tuned up and ready to go but i do think that yeah that might give the east guys a little bit of advantages just because they've been they've been doing it last three weeks uh, all right let's get some phone calls here paul parabinos from pro taper talking about atlanta this weekend we're going to talk 450s here in a little bit as well so let's go to tony's on one tony what's happening how are you uh what do you want to talk about hey, hey steve thanks i'm great hey uh, i'm not gonna blow sunshine up your skirt i think you're a good dude you're smart i'm new to moto um, you come across as kind of tough as nails. You pick on a lot of people. But the truth is you're a kind dude. I get it. You know, you help people out when they email you, and you don't have to. You know, you do a lot of kind stuff. I mean, 80% of your listeners have to be Trumpers, and you still, when the time is right, take a shot at Trump at your own detriment to your own business. So, you know, you're a good, conscious dude, and, you know, okay. I All think right. the world of you. Thank you. But right. but I but I fucking hate you. You're killing me. You're killing my marriage. Everyone calls about fantasy. They complain about the riders. They're pissed because Joey Sabachi fell or whatever the case is. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'm new to this. So yeah, yeah. Four, two months ago, I didn't know a single rider's name other than Eli Tomac. And so my point, though, is 
I fault you personally because you get us all so wound up on this. You're throwing out coupon codes. I got Paul Parabinos' bars. I got ride engineering, triple clamps. I don't even know how to ride the motorcycle. I just keep buying. Oh, fantastic. Buying more good, of it. good to hear. Good to hear. Well, stay safe, first of all. And fantasy, fantasy Paul can ruin your Saturday night. It really can. It really can. And oh. honestly, it sounds, it sounds like uh, fantasy has become the – the heroin in your arm, I guess, is, a, is kind of a crude analogy, but it's it it will ruin your weekend. But it is very very addicting, and and I like what you said that the only writer you knew was Eli Tomac. That's a cool part of fantasy. That, and honestly, that's why I like it so much. Is it it's made a football fan out of me. I didn't know hardly anything about football, but now I'm uh, pretty well versed, and it's all because of fantasy. And that's what our game does. Is is now you've you learn more about the other riders, not just the ones that are standing on the podium each weekend, which I think yeah. is really healthy for our sport. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think the last point, and the amazing thing is when I met my wife 10 years ago, she was like, I'm glad you're not one of those douchebags who's spending a whole day crunching stats and watching football. You know, she was, she's a, I mean, she went to Harvard. She's six foot tall. She's blonde. She's a rower. Like, I mean, I scored big, right? Yeah. And she, Sounds only like thing, it. only thing she'd compliment, she'd compliment me on the fact that I wasn't a sports douchebag. And now, now here she is, three kids later, starting on Wednesday. I'm like, don't fuck with me from Wednesday to Sunday. I'm busy. I got stuff to do. I got to crunch my numbers. So I fault you for it. No one else except for you. So well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm honored and flattered. Uh, stay safe on the bike. Thank you for using the codes. We're going to give you a fly racing backpack, all right? Awesome. Thank you so much. I uh, really appreciate it. No problem. You. Thanks. thanks, thanks, man. And thanks for uh, getting into the world of pulp and listening and everything else. Poor Tony. Um, <laughs> poor guy, poor guy. <laughs> he's he's taking it so seriously. Yeah, he's gonna get, get his marriage in trouble because of it. Yeah, uh, Jonesy, what's up? You want to talk about Paul's handicaps? Yeah. Are you there? Hi. Hello. Yeah, we're we're here. What's up? So, sorry, I want to start off with a compliment. I just got a new Cowie. The first thing I did was cut off the Renthal grips and put on some pillow tops for pro tapers. Oh, there you go. Best, best product. Can't ride without them. Uh, Very cool. But uh, Paul. Paul, you're going to have a lot of people crying Saturday night because these 250 handicaps are way too tight. I'm looking for value, and there's none. I mean, you got yeah. Fortner and Cincerello both at zeros. Come on. you got to make them ones at least. It's a coin flip of who's going to win. Hmm. And then, like, the, the best guy you can find value with is Jacob Hayes probably at, like, a nine, and he's not even going to make the main possibly. Crushing people. Yeah, I mean, um, we uh, for sure – I wanted it to be difficult, but we, um, you know, so we tried to tune them in as best we could based on all the knowledge we have. Last year, our all-stars at the shootouts did start at one. There was nobody at a zero. But I think this year we have a different situation. We have two clear points leaders. They're both coming off back-to-back wins. Those guys got to be a zero because they would be too much of an easy pick, I think, at a one. So I wanted to make every rider um, a decision. So I, the what – what I pride myself on, or I shouldn't say our, our, our kind of handicap committee, what we pride ourselves on is, is there's no black eyes on the list, nobody that, that ends up on everybody's team. So we want to have a lot of um, different teams. So um, thank, thank well you for the compliments, I guess. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah um, um, but shootouts are important. So they're important for the riders. They're stressful for the riders. It kind of should be the same for a fantasy player. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it should be the same. I mean, you have no danger of going over the bars, but it is stressful. Right, yes. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all right, Jones, it. thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, they are tough, absolutely. Um, let's get into Derek on two. 
Derek, what's up, man? What do you uh, what you want to talk about on the Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show? Uh, yeah, I'm just one of the guys that was I was always against the Triple Crown. Okay, I was like oh man, these things suck. Yep. And then last Saturday night, after the first two mains, I was losing my mind how good it was. But then the problem is there's so many commercial breaks and stuff. Like after the first pair of mains, there was three sets of commercials before it got back to any racing. Like it was commercial. Um, segment, Supercross, yeah, commercial, right. and it was just like it doesn't transfer over well at TV. You get so hyped up, and then there's just a big lull. Like, well, I, I mean, yeah, I get it. In the stadium, it's a, in the stadium, it seems to go by quick, man. Like, well, Paul, you were a mechanic for one of them, so it went by amazingly yeah, it quick. Go by quick. Uh, and in the stadium, I gotta say, um, uh, uh, who is this, Derek? Um, it 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 goes by quick, man. You kind of. You know, you, you maybe go to the bathroom, you uh, you type up a little bit of a, of a report, you make some notes, and before you know it, they're loading the gate. But <laughs> but there is a parade lap, too, right? You guys aren't seeing that on TV. So, um, yeah. Well, I, get, I, have the, I have the gold pass or whatever, right? So I anytime there's something happening on the track, you can see it. Oh, it okay. might just be, yeah. like, zoomed out from the right. back or whatever. But, like, I think the reason it doesn't seem to work so well on TV is because, like, you do get those – you're so built up, like the racing happens, and you're you get like excited, right? Whereas a normal format, you have like LCQ, heat LCQ, you kind of like work your way up to the big finish. Yep, yep. Where this is just like you're hyped up, and then you got to sit and wait, right? And then you're hyped up, so like, yeah, I don't know, Paul. Do I you do think the format's cool? I just think they need to address it for TV. Um, yeah, Paul. So. I like it. You like it. JT likes it. Uh, Wygant likes it. Uh, Anton likes it. Are we jaded, Paul, because we've been in this sport for so long, not like Derek, uh, you know, like Derek's just been a fan. We're in this sport so long, we're at these races, and we love the Triple Crowns because it's different. Or, because it seems like industry people like it, and then some fans don't, Paul. So, what do you think that is? I mean, yeah, it just depends. There's so many different perspectives. Um, Every person's is different. Obviously, I mean, I'm a big believer, and you have to, change your product to change with the times. And I, I think, so I have to commend Feld on making changes. Um, I think at its core, it's a good idea. I do think it can still use some tuning up now that I've, I mean, I've been in the stands for them. I've been on, you know, sitting at home watching them and I've gone through them as a mechanic and, and they are tough. Um, and I do think there still needs to be some tweaks made. I do think they should be paying points at every single one of those things. And uh, I really like what Chad Reed said about them this week, that they should be shorter. Like, uh, they're they're long races now, and if we wanted a triple crown to produce good racing, which it has, let's make them a bit shorter so we get some more different winners, and let's shake the points up a little bit. And but I don't think we should be adding more of them. Um, I think three is good. Um, you know, I, I, I I'm a big fan of what Australia has done in their their Supercross series over the years. You know, different formats. One night it's two main events. One night it's one. Some nights it's three. I think that's cool, but it is probably tougher for the casual fan to follow. So yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, but I do believe change is important. You know, we don't want to be blockbuster here and, and just spit out the same thing year after year because that doesn't work today. Cool. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Uh, did we get a taser guy yet? No, no tasers guy. No, no intense. I should say. Uh, Mike wants to talk about fantasy and the uh, showdown. What's up, Mike? Oh, not much. <clears throat> so the the triple counts that you guys were just talking about—they're sweet and all. But the fantasy kind of takes the thunder out of it for me. Um, 
Because oh, yeah. knowing who goes to the main and all that stuff, that's kind of a downer. Yeah. Um, we, but you know what? Like, Mike, I get it. But we can't. If we said, hey, you got to have all your picks in before practice, that's going to cause problems for people all over the world, with time zones and stuff. And I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Um, right. I see both sides of it. So I don't, maybe, Paul, like we talked about adjusting handicaps, but I do get, Mike, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, the triple yeah. pounds are gold. Yeah, for sure. I think when it pertains to fantasy, um, we've been talking quite a bit about changes that we're, that we would like to make, but we also got to be careful. Like we don't want to change too often. We, people are still learning this game and we don't want to turn people off because we're making too many changes too fast. So, um, but I do agree with you. The, the triple crown weekends are kind of like free passes. So a quick six that we know would, would make things interesting would to be to limit the limit handicaps to 11. So there's never going to be a guy on that list that's guaranteed to get double, you know, cause he could always get last, I guess. Right. Um, but uh, but we'll see. If yeah. Feld makes changes, we might have to make changes. We'll see. Uh, we'll definitely adapt to keep things interesting. I, and I do like um, uh, but, I do like like Savachi and Reed were top scorers the last two triple crowns. That like they were not they were just normal handicap guys, just normal factory guys, and they beat out all the sixteens. You know, so there is right, some strategy sure. there. There is, there is it's not automatic that the sixteen guys are just going to all kill it. You know. But I don't know, Mike. We, we did our podcast yesterday, and Justin Thompson was a thirty-three percent pick trend or thirty-six or whatever. Like, what the hell, people? What the hell? He was a sixteen. Like, what? yeah. I don't know how you missed out on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anyways, what else, man? So um, this weekend's the showdown. Who uh, who loses their mind quicker? AC Forkner or Mitch Payton? Like, can we get a heart rate <laughs> monitor on Mitch Payton for the main event? Oh, I know, right? I think I think it's Peyton when they get when, when if those two get come together, uh, that would be my pick. Oh man, could you imagine if they're one two off the start and it's just full I think go. I think Nick Way would be in, he's going to be in AC's ear for all week and all day, dude. Just, just calming just, down. Yeah, just you know we're leading the West. The West is what's important. The West is what's important. You know, <laughs> blah 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 blah. So I think Nick would be really a big part of helping out Adam with that. So. Um, not to mention Adam is older and more mature and all of that now, I think, than he was before. So uh, thanks yeah, for the call, for man. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate guys. it. Paul, the lines are full, so we can either talk for oh. 50s or keep taking phone calls. Uh, yeah, we can do It's your show, but I like the phone calls. All right. Hey, Brain, what's up, man? Morning, boys. Uh, so you hypothetically, you got a big wad of cash, and you can't put it on any of the two PC boys. You can't, put, put, it on. You can't go, put it on PC guys. Nope, can't put it on anything. Oh, yeah, shit. You can put it on Ferrandis, who uh, can't get a start. Yeah, I, I, would do, I would do Nichols or Ferrandis and flip a coin between them. Uh, that's what I would do. Paul? Yeah, I agree. I think I would lean towards uh, – I think I'd be leaning towards Nichols. I would, I would, I would too. But I'm also concerned that AC is going to win this because I'm pretty sure this is going to be a hard-packed track because Monster Jam was here last week. And man, I don't want AC to win this. No, 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 no. Please don't. But oh well. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank go you. Shane. Yeah. Uh yeah, McElrath uh could be one of those sleeper guys, you know, that we that we haven't talked about, um, that could come in there. Uh Dylan, what's up, man? You got a question about the showdown? Shootout, showdown. Yes, sir. What's uh, up? I was calling in. Now since it's a shootout or a showdown instead of a shootout. Do we have the heats? Are they east versus west? Or are they all combined together? No, one east heat, one west heat. Okay, and I then, didn't know since we changed it to a 
showdown that if we changed it. Yeah, the showdown is in the main event or the shootout or whatever. I, I, yeah. I like why, okay. why is it? I, why okay. is it a showdown instead of a shootout? Because yeah. it's 2019 and we can't use the word shootout anymore because we have a lot of oh gun we have a lot of gun violence in America these days. Just saying. Um, Holy moly! Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, let's go to uh, Jake. Jake's on three. This isn't Jake Weimer, is it? No, no. Okay. I wish. Okay. All right. What's up, Jake? Okay. Two questions. Yep. Uh, first question is how likely uh, is it that Webb finishes inside the top four for the rest of the season? Paul, I would say pretty likely. Um, the 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 thing that these riders needed to avoid have, has already happened, and that's they let Cooper find his way and get his confidence back. And, and this kid is um, good at good at uh, managing a championship, and now he's confident. So I think top four is. I think he can be there every time because he's when he, we even saw him manage it last weekend when he was he had no speed all day he just didn't look good and he's so he said okay i'll just get starts and 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 you know ride the widest bike i can and make sure i stay up there and he did that he got second still so yeah top four i think he'll be there i hope so the second okay so the second question is how likely is it that tomac has a tomac moment Dude, I don't know. I I, I'm, I'm done with Tomac. I'm done figuring it out, trying to figure it out, or, or think about it, or anything else. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Paul, what do you think? I mean, I, I would say it's, it's probable, but I, at, in the same other side of my mouth, it's probable that he could, he can go, he can go win the next few races. I could see him winning this weekend. I could see him winning at Daytona. I don't know what comes after that, but yeah, he could easily reel off a few wins too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a million dollar question. And if you know at all, Jake, uh, please contact Monster Cowie and tell them what's up. No, I, I wish. So, so, so with that, that being said, you think, uh, Webb, does Webb have a more likely of a chance to take this championship? I like it. I like it right now. And if, if Tomac wins this weekend, Jake, uh, I think I will flop back to Tomac, um, no matter what the gap is, but as of right now, Webb Web had an amazing ride in Dallas. That's a championship ride, and then exactly what Paul said for the Triple Crown, that's also what you need to do on your bad days. So that's where I'm at, Paul. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I I have to lean towards Cooper right now to be the title guy, and we haven't even mentioned Roxon yet, who's been there the whole time. So I don't know. I'm just I'm just excited as a fan that we have so much to talk about and so much uncertainty because it's really it's good for the sport and it's exciting. So, yeah, it's awesome. All right, guys, I thanks, man. Uh, taking my phone call. Yeah, no, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show presented by Get Pro Taper Maxxis Tires MXST Tires uh, developed by the King Jeremy McGrath. AJ Cantonzaro is running Maxxis right now, Paul, and he made the main event two out of the last three weeks, and that's the first time Maxxis has been in the main event since Moto Triple X days when I was on the team. Wow, good yeah. stat. Thank you. Uh, Dale, what's up, man? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Good. So uh, I've been laid up for the past couple of days with a collarbone injury, and I had an idea for you guys' website. How about adding a classified section on there for guys to sell bikes? Because I'm tired of dealing with uh, you know, weirdos and guys who are always asking stupid questions about your bikes on Craigslist and most Dude, I don't, I don't, no, I don't want to do that. I mean, you know what? The biggest thing with having a forum or having a classified section is the fighting off the damn spam. And I don't know really? if you've noticed, but pulpamex.com and the app and everything isn't exactly running like a finely tuned clock. I do not need a, a, a form or you know classifieds to jack it all up. But 
Um, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so hard to you know try to sell a bike or purchase a bike on Craigslist because you're dealing with guys that right either sell something stolen or they don't have pink slips for it or yeah they don't know what the, what the kind of bike it is. Okay, yeah. Have you heard of um? Have you heard of Moto Parts Trader? No. I, I, I think that. it's an Instagram handle, but it's 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 a website run by a um, somebody that works on a factory race team, and it's for used bikes and parts and whatnot, and it's a lot of uh, racing-specific stuff. So I know a lot of people have had success selling bikes there. It's more of a reputable place. What's it called? Moto Parts Trader, I think, or or that's the in, or that's the Instagram, something like that. Moto Parts Trader on Instagram. That yeah. way. Give it a search, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look into it, man. Cool. I've had a hard time trying bikes on it on Craigslist. So thanks, man. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Mike. You want to talk about Chad Reed? Yeah, what's going on? What's happening? So Reed in the press conference, um, he said that uh, you know, unfortunately, he likes to test and was grateful that his team was following. Did he mention exactly what he did to any of you? And what is the craziest story you've heard him doing to a bike? Uh, I don't know what he's been working on. I'm going to guess suspension, Paul, <laughs> for for Chad. What do you, sorry, I missed it. What is he working on? Uh, what's the craziest thing Chad has changed on a bike? And also, what do you think he's working on when he mentioned that he's been testing with JGR? I would imagine suspension and chassis over and over and over. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty positive Chad's been working on chassis all week and forks, um, forks specifically all week because I was in contact with those guys a little bit about something else. But um, the weirdest thing, man, <clears throat> I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, the guy is uh, famous for making multiple changes all at once. Uh, you know, races, clamps, link arm, shocks, and he'll do it all at once. And I, I, so I don't know. The weirdest thing, I'm sure there's something way weirder than that. I just don't have a story off the top he, of my head right now. He uh, he he uses the Fusion Bar, or what does he use? He uses the Evo Bar. The Evo Bar. Okay, so have you played? Has he has he tried to play around with that a little bit with you? Uh, his first week on the bike, he switched through a few bends, and then he figured out what he wanted, and he hasn't switched since. Okay. All right. There you go, Mike. Thanks, man. Yeah, have a good day. Thanks. Peace. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, interesting because that would be something that, like, people need to understand, like a like a like a the, the crossbar less bar and the the fusion bar and the twin wall bar of Renthal, like that really affects your front end and the way it feels. And if you're having issues, not saying that it's all the handlebar, but a lot of people can look into a handlebar swap, Paul, and uh, and fiddle around with that. Especially, it's yeah, I mean, way. obviously. The av- yeah, the average customer doesn't have access to as many options as a as a factory rider, but and but it, they can just switch uh, handlebar brand or bend or style or a front tire, and they can fix them, you know, or grips. They can do a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, all right, let's get to uh, Cody. Cody, what's up? You want to talk about the TV show? Um, yeah. So, not to kick a dead horse or anything with all this talk about triple crowns, but I was thinking since that Arena Cross series got canceled and. There's like spinoffs. What if they just had the Arena Cross guys have like a mini series inside of the Triple Crown Dead Space? I mean, sure. I, I, I'm I'm good with all of that. Like, I'm good with I'm good with uh, having an Arena Cross guys race. I'm good with having a B main uh, lineup. Amateur All Stars. Yeah, like I don't know about Amateur All Stars. They might they might die. But um, uh. you know, all of that. Yeah. The, the problem with that, Cody, is it costs money, right? You got to pay these people to do right. these things. You got to pay people to put a freestyle show on. I don't know if Feld wants to do that, but 100. There's easy there's easy fixes for the dead time. Yeah, 100. So not a big issue. It's a, it's a great show. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Yep. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Robert, what's up? Fly Racing Moto 60 show more Triple Crown talk. What's up, Robert? 
Yeah, I was calling about the points deal. Uh, why couldn't they just introduce a decimal system into the points so they could pay more points per round, like pay first place 12 points and then drop it by one point all the way back to 12th and then pay like a fraction of a point? Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> because and, and that way, is, right, and that way is you way too much. Right. Um, sure. Know, the guy went, I, I mean, why one not? One, he still only gains three points over someone who goes 2-2-2, two, 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 but there's still, there's still room because, like, I don't think Tomac – he kind of laid down that third moto because he had it, but if there was more points on the line, I think it'd make better racing in those third well, motos. I've heard, okay, I'm with you on the points and all of that, and we'll we'll get we'll ask Paul here in a second. I'm with you on all of that, but Tomac laying up, big deal. There was a great race between Baggett and Webb up front. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, like so. No, t- I agree, but I think it would keep everyone in it that way. I mean, if there's, you know, he's got nothing to gain. You know, he. He watched where Webb was. Once Webb passed, you know, then he passed again, and like it's just, you know, yeah, they know where they got to be. Uh, and yeah, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why. Why not? Why can't? I mean, I think changes have to happen small. You know, we, we're, we're lucky to have the triple crowns in. The teams probably fought that, kicking and screaming. You know, so small stuff, I guess, each year and and and, and all of that. I'm with you. Uh, you know, I'm look the the Paul Chad had a great point. The main events were 17 laps or 16 laps or something, and that's almost like an old-school 20-lapper, and these guys are making the same amount of money. Like, what about paying all three mains? Like, I, I mean, yeah. you know, all of that can happen. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, know, I know a bit about what these guys got or, or, you know, what they're getting paid for for these rates, but I do I do just I, – I 100% think that points should be paid for each one. Like, let's shake it up. Like, let's – I mean, for instance, Chad didn't even start one of the main events at at uh, Anaheim, and he still was like, what, eleventh overall or something? Like that's that's ridiculous. Like he he didn't make it to, to one of the races, and he still got eleventh. I think yeah. that's bullshit. So like these things, well, I think you'd have to racing three times. A, you'd have to find a decimal though. You, I mean, you can't pay twenty six points per main. That's just yeah. You could blow the whole yeah. championship out, but. Yeah, uh, good. That's the point. <laughs> Paul's like, good. Yeah, do it. Oh man. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good. Do it. Lose your, chi- lose your title in one week, and Parabinos doesn't care. <laughs> well, you can make it up at the next Triple Crown, right? I mean, right, geez, right. Like- yeah, no, I know, right. If you if you if you played the what if game, um, you'd never do anything. You would just stay in your closet all day. You would never leave your house. Exactly. Right. Like yeah, what? Exactly. What if I get hit by a car or whatever? Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, Paul, thanks for uh, for coming on. Appreciate it. Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show ProTaper dot com. If you need to predict some winners this weekend, uh, who'd you got? Both classes. Um. Gosh no way i'll be right but um i'll just say uh i'll say forkner and um uh tomek all right that works thanks buddy appreciate you coming on protaper.com check it out all right see you you. all right thanks uh that's paul parabino's fly racing moto 60 show flyracing.com please check them out on the web Mountain bike stuff, watercraft stuff also, because that those seasons are coming up for all of you people that are have snow there. they got a whole line of hard parts as well. Uh, so flyracing.com. they got gear that will fit you, uh, helmets that will work for you, all price points, all ranges, and absolutely love the Formula Helmet, as I mentioned. ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Uh, try the tie-downs. Get your feet wet into ProTaper and go from there. Get, get. Uh, ECUs for two strokes and four strokes, absolutely killing it. I guess they have had to restock the two-stroke ECUs. Two strokes are coming back in a big way, and the folks at Get can uh, can help you with that. Email us on the show if you want a discount from the folks at Get, and also Maxis. 
tires, MXSTs. AJ Canton's are all running Maxxis right now. Maxxis mountain bike tires. The tire of choice for Tits Legendary and his mountain bike. He will only run Maxxis on his mountain bike. And that's it, right, Tits? 100%. All right. Stop hitting the boom when you go to talk. 100%. Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, uh, let's get to our next guest. He is uh, he's from Pulp MX. <laughs> Michael Antonovich. What's up, Anton? What's going on? You need to tell everybody you're from Pulp MX this weekend. Every t- everybody you see. Every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. You just walk mm-hmm. up. Hi, I'm Anton. I'm from PulpMX.com. That's right. I'm just Steve. I've lost even more weight. I've just been turbo leveling <laughs> and intense bicycling all week. We're good. Yeah. 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 I'm actually, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually Steve. Uh, I'm 150 pounds now. Um, uh, 142. Okay. Thank you. Uh, hey, thanks for coming, for, for coming on, and thanks for covering the race this weekend for Pulp MX. That's cool. Hey, thanks for letting me do it. It's funny. I found an email from when you and I first met in like 2009 uh-huh. yesterday, and it's just very funny, like 10 years later where we're at now. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Uh, no, it's going to be fun. And, and eventually, I, I mean, hopefully the Swap Moto Live thing comes on, right? You're going to do more for, for Swap and, and all that? Mm-hmm. Is that what the plan yeah, that, is, right? That's the plan. So I appreciate you doing this this weekend because it gets me away from my apartment for a little bit. Right. Uh, and it's going to be fun to go back to the races. Like, I haven't gone to the last two. feels like I haven't gone to the last 20. Right. So I'm excited. Are you going to cover press day, too? That's your deal? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Check that's it, why I asked check you to come early. Yeah, uh, that's the, you're a real go-getter. I like it. I like it. We're trying. Um, We're trying. And make sure you ask a question, and you have to say pulpamex.com in the press conference. That's fine. Yep. Do you want me to do it for Daniel and mess with him, too, or no? Yeah, see, that's that's a great point. Like, do I want you to be like me? Like, Right, I don't know. Like we have to have hard limits here. Right, right. Um, you need to grab coffee from every truck you can, and uh, that's already part of the deal, anyway. Yeah. Right, yeah, and make sure that everyone makes fun of you and calls you shitty media uh, as you walk around. That, that'll be perfect. Yeah, I mean, right on. Um, all right, hey. So, are you excited for this showdown as uh, as Paul Pervinos and I are? This this should be crazy. Yeah, especially with the way that the West was wrapping up there at the end. Uh, that opens up a lot of doors for anything to happen, and then to see the rise of Fortner in the East. Uh, it'll be interesting to finally see how those two coasts stack up against each other mm-hmm. because there's always that talk of like, well, what one's better? What's this? What's that? And it's there's some pretty big differences between the two. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if the four guys from the West, how they stack up against the one guy in the East. For- Forkner's on another level right now, man. He is unbelievable. And I think that I'm not going to say it caught a lot of people by surprise, but just how you there? Hello. Has been oh. incredible. Uh, we lost you there for a second there. What were you, what, what'd you say? I, the way that he's ridden, I yep. mean, it's only been two races. Dominant from start to finish in every single one of them. Um, yeah. We haven't really seen him face adversity or anything like that. No. No, it's incredible. It's been great. Um, let's switch to two, 450s a little bit here. So, uh, obviously, Eli won. He has won three out of the five Triple Crowns they've run so far. Why is he good at this format? He shouldn't be, but why is he good? Uh, I think it's just because he can pin it as much as he can. I think that that was a clutch win, though, and he needed it. Um, getting through the first turn, getting pretty good start, coming through the pack. I mean, he kind of had everything up against him, but then he was dominant and rode like he needed to ride. And that one, or, you know, he tracked down Brayton and Reed from right away back. I mean, that was that was impressive, and that was that was clutch for him because otherwise he doesn't get that win if he doesn't make those passes that late in the race. You know? Yeah. So yep. I think that'll be it'll be interesting to see how 
he stacks up again. Thank you, sir. Um, just because it's been so hit and miss, and he even admitted, like, yeah, this hasn't been great. I'm going to get back to where I was soon. But I don't think we expected it to come on this hard this fast. You know, one week after what happened in Dallas, I mean, that was a huge, huge turnaround at the best time. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's weird to see him go up and down the way he's been doing it. I, yeah. I, I, I think he can go on a run here. I don't know if he will. I don't, I don't. I doubt he knows if he will, but he could go on a run here. Yeah, I, I really think he can go on a run, especially now that they have it figured out. Um, and more time that they have with that bike. You know, he needed maybe to have that one, like, what the hell is going on race like Dallas where he, he does kind of fumble under pressure or whatever happens, mm-hmm. and then it, re, it recharges him. He really has to rise to the occasion after that. There's no there, – it's his back against the wall, and he does really well in those instances. He's a guy that does really well under pressure, yep. and now he's under pressure again. Yeah, he is. He is really under pressure because Webb is absolutely uh, killing it right now. Let's get to some phone calls here. We're still giving away a fly racing. Is it the big bag we're giving away? The roller grande thing? Is that better? Yes. Uh, okay. Um, it's not the roller grande, oh. no. What are we giving away? What is it's it? the tour roller. Okay. I don't know what that means, but we're giving it's that away. It's just a little smaller. It's not All a right. gear bag. It's a travel bag. Okay. Kyle, do you want the travel bag from fly racing? Hello? Kyle. Yeah, I'll, I'll have it. All right, we're going to give it to Kyle. Kyle wins the tour bag thing from Fly Racing. Um, what's up, bud? Yeah. We want to talk about Triple Crowns? Uh, yeah, so I just had an idea about Triple Crowns. Um, maybe do like a dash for cash kind of thing for like everyone that don't make it out of the LCQ. They can like re-sign up to do a dash for okay, cash. Okay, I'm down with that, but who's going to pay the cash, Kyle? Papa Max. Oh, Papa Maxis. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. I mean, yeah, why not? Um yeah, I'm, I'm all for a B-Main or whatever. All the guys that didn't make the night show, that'd be great. The LCQs are great. Uh, all of that. I, I just, I don't know. It's like, it's like you know, wishing for a unicorn. I just don't think it's going to happen. Like, I don't, <laughs> sure. you know, so. Uh, thanks for calling. We're going to get hold, uh, stay, stay also, on hold. Also, too. What? Also, too. Also, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, also, too. I just wanted to say that uh, Chad Reed's a bad motherfucker. He was the only one that really had something for Tomac in that first Triple Crown in Detroit. So he kind of put on pretty cool, pretty what, cool battle for the Listen, fans. he's a badass. You're right, but he did not have anything for Tomac in that first triple crown. <laughs> he did not have anything okay. for Tomac. So just for the for the record, all right. I uh, stay on hold, okay. man. He didn't have anything for Tomac, Anton, in there in that. No, he was. I mean, no, no disrespect to Chad, but he had a huge lead, and Eli chipped away at it. You know, it was a great ride for both of them, and yep. he, it's what we need from Chad. He needs to have a ride like that to relight the fire. Uh, and it was right at perfect timing. And a format he doesn't like, you know, it, everything's kind of been in Chad's, uh, been kind of against Chad lately. Like yep. He hasn't been exactly killing it. And so for this to come through, this was huge because now he's going to have this confidence for the last half of the season. Um, hey, so I wrote something for MX Vice today on Reed, and I'll, I'll let, let's, let's you and I talk about it for a little bit. So, He's got a fifth place. He's got this third. He He's eighth in the points. We're halfway through the season. I don't know about the money situation because I'm pretty sure he's no salary from JGR. He's making money off his gear. He's making money off his VIP program that he's doing. I don't know what else. Uh, obviously, continues seeing things like that. But to me, Anton, like, he keeps talking about it being his last year. But 
sell it or, or sign it up. Sign up for 2020. I think this thing has worked really great. I don't know why either side wouldn't want to come back for next year. No, I think, I think really having that finish that he had last weekend in Detroit, you just he bought himself another year. Uh, had everything, you know, fifth was great, eighth in points is good, but like he wasn't the Chad that we expect, you know, or that we've come to know. He's just been like the Chad of the latter half of his career, mm-hmm. and he needs little things like this to kind of like relight the fire. Like, hey, I still need to be out here. Right. This is definitely one of those things that he's gonna he's gonna want to show everyone like. This is why I still am worth a contract, and yeah. he only needs really one or two finishes a year to get a contract again. I mean, he, you know, especially he, yeah. if he's coming in with no money. He's he's up front in some heats. Fans are loving him. His autograph line's long. Like I don't know what else Chad and JGR could expect at this point. Let's make no. it happen. Let's go twenty twenty for the twenty two. Hell, let's go to twenty twenty two, and he can end well, it. And then end it at twenty twenty two. And the like, I think. I mean, you and I are both huge race fans and huge sports fans. And I think we can draw a lot of parallels to, you know, a past athlete or a past racer that gets to this point in their career where, you know, I think that a dedicated fan knows that guy's not going to be up there in contention for the win every night, but you still want to see him. You don't get all upset that he's not battling for a win. You're just glad he's out there. And I think that that's where a lot of people are with Chad. They've realized like, Hey, these like amazing battles for the top spot or these runaway wins or, that, that's over. It's unfortunate, but that's just what happens. Uh, but he's really entertaining right now with just how well he's riding and, and yep. his personality. Yeah. You know, if he leaves, there's a big void of personality in the sport. You know, he he's talked he's talked tough. Or no, I don't say tough. It's the wrong word. He's talked big about like, hey, look, I still want to win and I still think I can win and all of that. But I get a sense that just one-on-one or just, just talking to him, he knows he can't win. He knows, like, yeah, he, like he's fine with this. He is not going back to to the to the JGR truck after main events and throwing shit around at his race. No, do you know what I mean? Like, so he's and accepted think, like, this. He needs to have that "I can still win" mentality because if you don't have that, there's no point in even riding out on the track. In his position, he needs to go out there and be like, "Fuck it, I can dice with this guy. I can run it in on this dude. I can do these things." And like retain my place in the sport but at the same time i think he's also like you said very aware that he's not going to win by 35 seconds or he's you know he's going to have his own battles and a third place might be a victory now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he looked more happy with a third place finish than he did in a long time when he was winning right sometimes when he was winning back in the day it was just like "Ah, another win whatever and now he's really enjoying all of the processes all of the things that happened at a race. Is he trusting the process? You got to. Um, you have to. He, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So, you know, let's let's try to see if he can come back. I don't know. He, maybe he doesn't want to. You know what I mean? And maybe it's financially this is not being good for him. But, dude, you forget how bad last year was for him. It was terrible. Oh, terrible. It was terrible. So it was terrible. The last, all the, the, the both the Omaha years weren't great. You know, there was some things that were good, and there were some things that weren't good, but. For the most part, it was not good, yeah. and I think that I think that part of that happened. Though Chad thought it was going to be, you know, I'm going to go home. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be back at Yamaha. It's going to be like 0304 again. Well, it's not the case. You know, it, it isn't that way. People change, things change, expectations change, and I think that he went in maybe with an idea of how something was going to be, and then when he figured out it wasn't that way, it probably soured them. 
morale. Let's go to Cody for the last call. Cody, what's up, man? You want to talk about Ryan Dungey? Yeah, speaking of uh, older guys, um, so do you think that in like 2016 and 17, towards the end of his career, when he was on the podium every single week and all that stuff, um, you know, people were cheering when Tomac or Roxon or, or Moosecan would um, pass him and that kind of stuff. Do you think that contributed to him not wanting to be there so much with just people not being stoked on him winning all the time? Mm, what do you think, Anton? You think that war, um, war done? I don't know. I think it's like that with anybody. If anybody wins too much, everybody's just like, yeah. you know, and two, if Cooper wins three more races, people are going to get sick of him winning. Like, the newness and, like, the oh, my God, that's awesome, wears off. Uh, as for Ryan, I think there were a lot of things that just Ryan wasn't having fun anymore. Uh, he had been under an, a tremendous workload for so long, and he had really, really high expectations of himself. And he seemed very frustrated a lot of the time. Like, the bike setup wasn't working. He would be really upset or whatever. And I think that it just wore him down. I don't think that it was, like, a public deal that ended his – drive i think it was just a culmination of everything all right there you go cody thanks man okay thank you uh, can i ask one more quick thing sure, about go, him? go ahead uh how many more championships do you think he would have won had he stuck with it for say two more years oh that's a great question i don't know about supercross anymore like outdoors though maybe i, I don't know it's a great question mm-hmm. he would no, he, he probably would have won that championship that jason won yeah i think he point. would yeah good point you're right yep yep because he would have been exactly what Jason d- did, but better. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the other thing on it, too, like Jason was great that year, but he still was trying to figure out the how do I win my first championship rule. Ryan had already done it, so Ryan would have all that knowledge on him already, and Jason would still be learning. I think he would have won the 17 outdoors. Yeah, he could have. I mean, yep. Yeah. Again, yeah. Tomac was up and down, right? So yeah. Dunge would have never been down. <laughs> he would have never had yeah. the down part. So uh cool man well thanks for the call cody cool thank you thank you uh first person to insta or to tweet tweet me a photo of their intense bicycles gets the maxis set of maxis tires everybody so let's do that um anton all right thanks for uh thanks for coming on appreciate it good luck in atlanta this weekend covering it um i as you can tell i'm at the airport now so i'm gonna drop my bag off and go go and make you proud so you're gonna so i appreciate it you have the hotel information i got you the flight hashtag united Mm -hmm. You are you are you are going to put the post race podcast up. You're yep. going to and please cover the people that are in the main events. Unlike Kiefer, that would be great. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I sent Kiefer last year. He only talked to guys that did not make the night show at the Triple Crown. That was it. Um, Twitter. How do you want to do this? We'll discuss this later. But yeah. I, I promise I won't hijack it and make it all political. I'll just <laughs> what's happening with the races? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We need to figure out if people want to do this or if I'm going to send you to people to your tweet. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to be busy, man. So maybe, yeah, maybe I just give you my password, and um, okay. you know, and you, and you, and maybe you could, maybe we could do it like things Steve would tweet about. You know, hashtag. Yeah, we could do that. Hashtag uh, T S T A. Things Steve yeah. tweet about. Um. Things like that. Maybe we can we'll do, do something. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, awesome, man. Well, hey, have fun in Atlanta. Thank you for, for stepping up for us, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Michael Antonovich covering the race. Tits, are you upset that I did not uh, pick you? No. No. Uh, breaking news, too, by the way, on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. You are covering Monday night's Pulp Mech show. Yeah. You're in studio. Short show, right? I mean, we are going to do five 
five and a half, six hour show. It's going to be great. <laughs> you're going to, just to spite me and to call my bluff, you're going to do the longest show you've ever done. The only right? stipulation you had in filling in for Marks was under five hours. Correct? I said somewhere in the four hour range, ideally on the shorter four end, hours, somewhere in the short, sh- shorter end of four hours. Nah, we'll, but we'll, we'll make a I may end show. up falling asleep on this couch if uh, if it goes too still long. Still know what you're doing back there and everything? Like you still mm, be all right? I think I'll be all right. Uh, for sure, there will be screw ups, but hopefully there will be a minimum. Right. Um, yeah. So Tits Legendary stepping in this Monday night for Travis Marks. So that'll be interesting. Interesting. Uh, so thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to Anton. Thanks to Paul Parabinos, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, flyracing.com. Get, get, get. Max's tires, uh, Pro Taper, all on board with us. And you people, we'll be back next week. Um, Daytona next week. So yeah, we'll talk about that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. It's been fun. It's been real. Enjoy the shootout. See you next week. <laughs>